guys, welcome to the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B and never work that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, again. Now, these are the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions where I'm going to be teaching you specific topics on top of the normal podcast. I want to just give you as much information so you can be successful in your real estate investing. Okay, now let's jump into today's session and see what we're going to learn about today. Now, what is private mortgage insurance or PMI and how can you avoid it? How much does it cost and all that good stuff? I want to show you exactly how everything works with PMI because I've paid PMI many times. In fact, I own 30 plus properties and my very, very first property, I had PMI and I realized, man, I'm, am I just throwing money away? Or I started thinking like that. But let's talk about what PMI is. Hey guys, my name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income and I show people how to quit their J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental property so they never ever have to work a job again. And I actually have a free real estate investing course that I want to give you literally for free, show you how to find properties, how to fund properties, how to buy and make money from this real estate investing. Check in the description, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. It's in the description, I'll get it to you right away. Now let's get into it. First off, PMI is private mortgage insurance. Private mortgage insurance, it basically is just to help out the banks. That's all it is. The lender, whoever's lending you the money, it is private mortgage insurance that is helping the lender realize, hey, if this person defaults or they stop paying their loan, it's insurance so that they would get their money back. Now, the PMI, what it really comes down to, and the reason why you would have to pay it is because the banks want to be protected. And the way to get out of the PMI is by paying 20% down or having 20% in equity. It's not just a down payment of 20%, but if you have equity of 20% as well, that gets rid of the PMI. Now, what PMI actually is, it's an extra insurance, quote unquote, insurance payment that you're going to be making every single month on top of your loan. So if your loan plus your taxes, you're going to have your insurance in there as well. And if you have to pay PMI, that's going to be tacked on as well. So what it really comes down to, if you're going to buy a house that you're going to buy for, let's say, $200,000, normally you're going to pay 20% down. That's what most banks really want. 20% down would be $40,000. Now, that would make it so that you don't have to pay PMI, which is an extra amount every single month, which we'll get into in just a second. Instead of doing that, you put down, let's say, 5% down. That would only be, let's say, $10,000 instead of $40,000. Then PMI, or private mortgage insurance, will be tacked on on top of that. That would just be another part of your payment. So with your regular mortgage, you're going to be paying your principal, which is how much you borrow, your interest, which is how much they're charging you for this loan, your taxes, your insurance, and your PMI if you have less than 20% down payment. Now, how much would PMI actually be on a normal everyday basis for PMI? Well, normally it's anywhere from 0.5 to maybe like 2, 2.5% of the loan value is how much is tacked on every single month. Now, I would absolutely say that there are every single bank Every single mortgage company, everybody, every single lender has a different rate. So you need to shop around. That's I'm going to give you a tip on how to get a lower PMI is shopping around to different mortgages. And that's a big tip I'm going to give you. But I'll get into a few more tips in just a few seconds. But as we're looking at a PMI, when you're thinking about how much you're going to pay, if you're shopping around, you might pay as little as maybe like $80 a month, but you might pay as high as like $200, $250 a month, depending on the loan amount, how much you actually have in your loan and the rate 
of the PMI that the current lender that you're talking to actually applies to it. So they might charge 0.5, they might charge 2%, whatever it might be, you need to shop around. Now, that's how a PMI works. You don't have to write a separate check. It's literally all in your statement. So you'll get a mortgage statement. It'll have the principal and interest, your taxes, insurance, and your PMI together. And you'll just make one check or one payment every single month, and it'll cover all that. Now, the PMI, what it used to be, it was great, is that after I think like four or five years, no, five years, it would drop off automatically because, hey, you've proven to be a good borrower, but laws or whatever it might be, it literally stays on for the life of the loan. Now let's talk about how to get out of having that private mortgage insurance and having that extra money literally just being thrown away. Now, I will say though, that if it takes having PMI, in order for you to get a house, to have your family in and really start building equity in your own, you know, the value that you have in your house, then it's probably worth it. And I'll give you some tips on how to get out of the PMI after you buy the house. So it's probably, or it very well could be worth it to have PMI. Now, the first way to get out of PMI is putting 20% down. So if you're buying a $100,000 house, you put $20,000. Now, I know not everybody has $20,000, but if you had $20,000, borrowed it from your grandparents or something like that, but you put 20% down, $20,000, then that would not have PMI. Another way to get out of having a PMI is getting a property with a PMI, but then as quickly as fast as possible, refinance out of that loan that has a PMI and get another loan. And the way that you would do that is literally go to another bank, go to a mortgage broker and call them up and say, I want to refinance my house. I wanna refinance my house and I have 20% equity. Remember at the very beginning, I told you a trick is to put 20% down or have 20% equity. Now track with me here, cause this is some, some like professional level stuff. If you are gonna buy a house that's worth $100,000, but you negotiate and you get the price down to $80,000 and you buy that house for $80,000, but it's worth $100,000, well, you just captured that equity. That's what we do at Master Passive Income. We invest in real estate. We make money six different ways from passive income to appreciation to capturing equity, just like I just said. Let's say you capture that equity. You bought it for 80, it's worth 100. You captured $20,000 in equity because you bought it right, you negotiated and all that good stuff. Then after a few months of getting the PMI on a regular mortgage, then you refinance. Get out of that extra PMI by refinancing it with another bank. You automatically have 20% equity. Once you have 20% equity, the PMI goes away when you get into a new loan. Like I said, more most loans right now, especially FHA loans, what they will do is they will make sure that the PMI stays on there for the life of the loan, which is gonna be horrible because it's just extra money thrown away. So that's another great way to actually get out of the PMI is to refinance, get out of that PMI. Now, let me give you two different examples, one with the PMI and one without. Let's say you're buying a house with $200,000 as the purchase price. Now, if you put 20% down, that's $40,000, your payments at the current rates would probably be around 775. Let's say round up to $800 a month. Now let's look at another example where you will be paying PMI on the same house. You're gonna buy it for $200,000, but you're only gonna put 10% down. That is $20,000 down. Remember, you're borrowing $200,000 for the purchase price, but you're paying $20,000, so you're only borrowing 180. Remember, the first example is 160 because you paid $40,000 down. You're only paying $20,000 down now. And trust me, numbers get all jumbled in my head too. So if this is confusing you, it confuses me. But you only borrowed 180 as opposed to 160 because you put $20,000 down. Now what you're gonna have is $180,000 borrowed 
principal and interest, and you're gonna also have PMI. The PMI on top of that, instead of the first example, you're gonna be paying like $775 a month in a mortgage with a higher amount that you're borrowing and the PMI, you're gonna be close to like $1,000, maybe even $1,100 with PMI and the increased amount of uh, payments that you're having. And interest will probably be higher as well because if you don't put 20% down, you have a higher interest rate because banks don't look you as favorable. They say, hey, if this person has 20% down, let's give them a better interest rate. They don't, we gotta make our money back faster, so we need more interest. And I have bought many real estate rental properties. Now, I literally have 30 plus properties now. I bought many properties that I've actually had PMI on them, but then I refinance, pull the cash out, so I've literally done that. Now, every single one of those rental properties, I absolutely make $250 or more in passive income every single month. And with that, I make money. It doesn't matter if I have PMI because my tenants are paying for that for me. And I totally wanna to help you guys out. I have my Real Estate Wealth Builders community and membership where I have five courses for you. I have group coaching. I have a student success program, networking, mastermind, all that stuff literally for you so that you can learn how to invest in real estate. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash wealthbuilders. It'll be in the description as well, but make sure you get that. Also get my free real estate investing course. I will see you guys next week. See ya.